Welcome to another episode of Our Brooklyn Bites. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. I'm Leon. And we're going to talk about some stuff today. Some stuff. Some stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start off with what we did for the week. Mm. A little recap. Okay. Anything exciting going on in your life? Um, well, this past week, we were just at Digital Press. Right, yeah. For the monthly Nava meeting. Um, and this week, uh, this month, uh, meeting or get together or gathering, um, had a, like a bit of a Halloween theme, a bit of a cosplay theme is as it was advertised. Um, so since it's the last Saturday of the month and then this month, Saturday falls before Halloween, even though Halloween's still. Well, when we record this, it's not Halloween yet, but (laughs) by the time that we air this, it's right. Probably be Halloween. But this was a good six days before Halloween proper. Yes. Um, but yeah, so this was, um, you know, typical costuming. Now you had a costume this, this time around. So you convinced me to go in a costume because I was not planning on <laughs> last year. I did not the year before I did go in a costume. Mm-hmm. So this year I wasn't going to, but because you got a costume, I said, well, I guess I will too. Yeah. So I ended up ordering. I got one in anticipation of you getting one. Figuring is that how it worked? You yeah. had you were you were cooking something up. I figured <laughs> it really wasn't. All right, and but, yet and but, yet but, okay. So and yet <laughs> I did get a costume. It was one of the twenty dollars specials on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It was a GI Joe Cobra female right. soldier or something operative. I guess I don't, I don't know if it was really supposed to be. Oh, the, so the package for the costume was like Cobra Commander on it, but yeah. it was um, like a female outfit though so like a dress or something mm-hmm. so there's pictures online you can check it out but that was my character i had you know my cobra tattoo on you had your own concept for that character so my concept was i was going to be a hacker cobra kind of like a telecommunication cobra soldier right. and uh, i couldn't quite get all the pieces together because i wanted to do like a um old school it was supposed to be like an 80s hacker kind of thing mm-hmm so I wanted to get like a phone coupler, like modem thing, and like carry that around with me. But I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't get it together. I wanted like a, a headpiece that goes around, you know, like kind of like a headset. Right. But you know, that stuff was a little hard to track down, and just I only I only came up with the idea like four days before mm-hmm. the, the weekend. So but you're pretty happy with the way it turned out. Yeah, it was okay. It was good. Yeah, it was successful mm-hmm. either way. It turned out. Yep. Right. And my costume was a super low-budget costume. Even more... Even more low-budget Well, than maybe not in monetary terms. <laughs> I know. But, I think you spent more on yours. But, but definitely in effort and effect. I, I simply had a Star Trek robe uh, in, the, in the style of Captain Kirk. Yes, like you a, did. Like a gold... Yeah, we got to post pictures of these. Gold trim, yellow robe. <laughs> um, but, you know, because my, my handle, my online handle is Casual Kirk... Um, I figured, well, this is, this is Kirk laid back and relaxing and having a drink and, you know, okay, mixing and mingling. And what did you forget with your costume? <laughs> you overlook well, one important thing. Well, it was, it was, um, it would have rounded it out at least. It would have made it a little more complete if I had my, um, I had a, an electronic phaser replica from the old series. I can't believe it. And I, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know if I if I just put it away somewhere that I wouldn't know where to find it or 
if it was just lost or what. So I'm not. A, I've never been a big Star Trek follower. Yeah. So what's the tricorder? Is that a Star Trek thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something he would carry too, or is that? Uh, he he typically wouldn't. It's okay. more of a. It's more of like a a medical or a science uh, prop. Okay. Um, it's like a little. It's like a little box that has. It's supposed to be like a mini computer. So it's used to like take readings and analyze things. Oh. Um, so he's command. So he typically doesn't do that. He's got other people with him that would do that. Cool. So yeah, phaser or communicator would have been appropriate for Kirk. Um, you didn't even deliver his lines. I was trying to get you to, to give your best <laughs> Kirk impression. My best Shatner? Yeah. I don't know. I was, um, I was too busy enjoying them at the moment. That's okay. Cause I don't think I ever shouted out Cobra not once <laughs> the whole time. No, I didn't have enough to drink. You, uh, you did find a cider, I think. I did, yeah. The cider's kind of weak, but... Mm-hmm. Didn't quite have the same effect on you. No. But so, did you manage to squeeze in any video game playing at all this week? Um, yeah. I think the only game I've been dabbling in this week has been uh, Threes on on the iPad. Um, threes is a pretty popular game. I don't think... I'm sure I'm not the only one who's been playing it. It kind of has been a bit of a breakout success. Sure, Yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah, so there's a story behind that, too, mm-hmm. because there's a game called 2048, yeah. which might actually have had more, uh, I would say probably more downloads and more, like, uh, mass appeal, uh-huh. but they just, they copied from uh, Threes, and so there was a whole big thing, this goes back a couple of months now, where the guy made a video who made Threes, uh, or something, and, because uh, he was kind of annoyed that 2048 stole his idea, and you know, became a little bit more successful. Mm-hmm. I think because they went freemium with it. Right. Whereas threes, you had to pay for it. So anyway, um, you guys can check it out online. Just Have you played, have you played the other game? Threes, um, 24, eight, I have not just mm-hmm. had a principle because I like threes and I yeah. guess it's a well-designed game. Right. And it's very good. And I don't know. I, I guess it, you can kind of call it a puzzle game. Um, sort of, right. It's just, yeah, it's like uh, a sliding piece sliding tile game, and mm-hmm. you're trying to combine numbers of the same type and build bigger numbers. Uh, but you eventually have to really manage your moves very carefully because you start running out of space, and yeah, one wrong move and the game's over. <laughs> that kind of a thing. It's, it's, it's addictive. I like it. The nice thing is it's not timed in any way. You can just kind of take your time with it and look mm. at it and decide yeah. what the right move is, and you can sort of slide the tiles back and forth to see what's allowed and what might happen if you move it a certain way without really committing to the move, as long mm-hmm. as you don't, like, pick your finger up. Um, but, yeah, it's a really fun, easy-to-play puzzle uh, type of game. Works nicely for touchscreen, so... It's not one of these games where you're fighting the controls. Mm. But I like it. Yeah, it's good, definitely. It's good in between. So everyone should check that game out. Yeah, definitely. In between other things and... Checking yeah. out on Transformers Legends, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Any other games, desktop or anything, or uh, console? No, just trying to prep prep myself mentally for Borderlands. That's about mm, it. Okay. That's it. Well, I haven't had a whole lot of opportunities to play anything. I did, for the iPad, I was playing that game called Retry uh-huh. that just came out. That's from Rovio, and that's a, I don't know if you remember the old arcade game Looping. Hmm. Yeah. So looping is a plane that um, I, think I played that on ColecoVision. You can you can't fly straight. You can only fly in loops. So well, you can't fly straight, but it's all done like in, in a looping kind of way when you have to turn. So it's very similar, except that 
instead of going straight, you're kind of slowly descending, and you have to tap. It's a, a lot of tapping. It's all one tap button kind of maneuvering. So you, you tap the button, and your plane kind of does a little loop. And the longer you hold it, the more of a loop it does. And mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to explain, but um, that's the premise of it. And you just have to get to the end of the level. Uh, I got about eight stages in, maybe ten. Um, sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot. I'm not sure if that's the whole game or not, because I'm kind of near the end of the first. Like, the screen doesn't scroll up anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But um, it's simple. But it's, it's a quick game to you know put on your phone or something to play. It has that pixelated retro look to it. It's all the rage these days. Yep. <laughs> pixel, pixel power. That sounds cool. I got to check that out. Yeah, that's cool. Um, other than that, yeah, I haven't had much time. You know, I've had other things going on in life. and uh, I did pick up a Transformers book. Um, I also, because some people may not know, I am into Transformers. <laughs> and I fit, they have this book that came out, and it has it's an art book that has all the artwork from the original generation one boxes. Mm. So this is the, this is the, this is the artwork that's on the outside of the actual packaging. Yes. The actual, so the old, I don't know. Well, it has the, from G one on till mm-hmm. about, um, G late G two. I think it is. That's where it ends. Mm-hmm. And even includes the Japanese style images. So the little characters you saw and but uh, that would look familiar to people that if you from on that era, yeah. you know, of mm-hmm. transformers. Yeah. Um, a nice thing about the book is there's really no text, so it's all pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes in chronological order, which is nice. And it also includes some unreleased Transformers um, graphics that they were going to use on the box. And also, it has the Diclone um, graphics These that were used the... on the pre, so pre-Transformers. That uh-huh. was called, it was called Diclone in This Japan. is the original Takara-produced yep. toys that... Transformers are based. So I, I guess if you're not a Transformer fan, this would mean absolutely nothing to you. But <laughs> it's kind of cool. That, right. That's that was. But my... if you like robots and you like looking at artwork, I do. I enjoy art and robots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then it's a good combination. Yes. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. How about you? Anything um, else? I didn't pick up anything interesting this week. It was pretty dry. Even at Nava, I didn't really. I floated yeah, around a little I, bit. I didn't find anything. It was and... a little. Chaotic because all the costumes and yeah the the party which they started the uh, contest which they started a little bit earlier mm-hmm. so <laughs> kind of missed out on that right. they said they were going to but um, yeah it was you know. Um, you know mostly an opportunity just to catch up with people and mm-hmm. chat a bit um, but let's see we did have uh, maybe some some updates this week in software. Yes, yeah, so I finally upgraded my Mac, my iMac. Uh-huh. I, I talked about last week how I'm kind of in the market for a new Mac. Right. And usually when a new... It used to be when a new software update came around, that's when I would buy a new Mac. Because mm-hmm. that's when they used to charge for the updates. So I used to say to myself, well, why should I spend the money on the update? I'll buy a new Mac, and it comes with the software already. And you figure it's software that's kind of tuned for the new hardware. Right, yeah. You know, so right? I always waited for that time period, and... Mm-hmm. The problem is now, besides that it went free, which is, you know, a win for everybody, but they've been more frequently with the releases. So it used to be like every two or three years, but now it's like every year for the Mm -hmm. releases. And they're not as drastic as they used to be. 
These little gradual bumps. It's a little gradual. So my IMAX, like I said last week, is aging a little bit. Um, But I decided to, because I can't resist, Mm -hmm. I decided to upgrade my IMAX to Yosemite. Right. Um, So far, I'm not seeing a huge difference from Mm -hmm. Mavericks. Uh, the, the one annoying thing is that it completely broke my copy of Final Cut Pro X mm-hmm. that I've used to do the podcast and videos. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, it was a borrowed copy from uh, someone prior in my life. <laughs> and I don't have their password anymore. So I'm going to have to buy Final Cut Pro now to continue editing these podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than that, I mean, some graphical changes. It's a little bit faster i guess but i don't know um it's not it's not like the old days where it used to be very drastic whenever you upgrade it yeah yeah apparently oh and then the other issue was with your ssd support uh so yeah i killed trim support on third third party ssds yeah so you have a solid state drive on your mac that you installed yourself Uh uh-huh that is a third party piece of hardware that's not wasn't provided for by apple right yeah so i I modded my iMac yeah (laughs) so the operating system uh, doesn't doesn't pick up on that or doesn't support it, it directly. It, it added some new security feature to, yeah. to the the kernel, and because of that, it really like you used to be able to like backdoor it and unlock, like used to patch the kernel to mm-hmm. you know have, there was like a script that you can run. So now the script doesn't work anymore because that kernel is locked, and you can kind of unlock it again if you want, but it 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 does have a side effect where you can run into other problems with the Mac. Right. I would, so I'm not yeah. going to chance it for now. I would wait and see. I would uh-huh. see what happens. Either a fix from the people that make the SSD, or maybe Apple will. It's, it's all Apple. Provide yeah. some stuff. It's not um, the, the third party vendors can't do anything about it. Right. Well, maybe they can. I don't know. I don't know how they. I don't know how they typically account for these kind of changes, but. Maybe they can submit some kind of change to Apple, and Apple can approve it or something. Well, the problem is Apple doesn't. It's, according to them, the iMac is not a user serviceable, so you shouldn't the, be adding. Well, definitely the latest models, but even back even then, even mine aren't. Mm-hmm. Mine's not. So, if I were to tell them, like they would say, "Well, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, you have to buy the iMac with the SSD mm-hmm. in it already, and therefore it'll be warranted from them." Mm-hmm. So, but that's Apple. So planned I, obsolescence. I know. I, I I go into it knowing that. But hey, I had it five years and it's still running good. Yeah, so. I think you've gotten a pretty good run it's, out of it. It's so still far. fine. That's why I'm not like, you know, in, in a huge rush to go out and buy a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this didn't even replace your internal hard drive. You you actually removed your optical drive to put this. Yeah, I popped out the the DVD burner because yeah. that, that's a waste. I don't use that. <laughs> I haven't burned a DVD in like 10 years. <laughs> Good move. I think that's better. It's so archaic. I can't even imagine using a, an optical disc. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, besides Yosemite, yeah. there was another another new piece of software out. Um, concurrent with the new iPads was iOS 8.1. Uh-huh, yep. And that was available to previous iPad owners, too. So you've taken the plunge, right? On I, I updated my iPhone 5S and my iPad Air. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm so, holding out. You saw you didn't upgrade yet, no? I'm, I'm holding out. My iPad is still at 7.12. Okay. 7.1.2, yeah. Some people say it's better to stay at 7.12. There are There's a, a faction of people who are saying 
do not upgrade do not upgrade to 8.1 mm-hmm. yeah so i i don't know i've had this for at least two weeks now i've been running it and it's pretty smooth i haven't run the only bumps i ran into is when it was 8.0 i did the 8.0 update that was right before they they made it to 8.02 mm-hmm. and uh that was like a little glitchy but really nothing that i would complain about mm uh, actually, I really can't say anything bad about it. I don't. The only thing I could say is I don't notice anything different. Yeah. Well, from well, you were already on eight. I'm still on seven. No, you were from like seven to eight. Like uh, to me, it's mm-hmm. not a drastic upgrade. Mm-hmm. There are some applications which were not um, ready for eight point and maybe crashed or uh, didn't work well or something. But right. Hmm. To me, it's more of the same. It's not like going from six to seven because. Uh, 7.0 is a pretty drastic change. That was a big jump. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm still on an iPad 3. So what's what are you holding back on? Um, you know, I guess I'm not really... I guess I should do the update. I mean, really, I don't need to do it. The, only, the, the one feature that makes me want to install it are those... Can you guess what it is? I mean, since I'm on an Android phone and I'm used mm-hmm. to typing a certain way... Oh, the swipe keyboard? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. The free swipe mm-hmm. apps do not allow for swiping on the iPads. Really? Uh-huh. That's only for, like, what, like a paid upgrade? No, it's, I think, only one. I think just the actual swipe app does uh-huh. that, but that's, like, $4. Right. But there's some of the free choices, which are pretty popular, and they don't work on the iPad. So it's only for, for iPhones? Yep. Hmm. So I don't know if that paid swipe app works. Um, the, right. What do they call it? They, I don't know what they call it. Swipe or flow or something like that. Or? Well, there's there's SwiftKey, there's Swipe. There's, so I'm using SwiftKey. and that's a couple of different ones. Yeah, that's the state. So the, the, the flow thing is disabled on the iPad. Man. But on the iPhone, it works fine. All right. I'm going to have to. I'm glad you pointed that out. I'm going to have to look yeah. deeper into that to make sure I'm getting what I'm expecting. But I mean, I, I don't know. I have to read up on it because I might spend the $4. Uh-huh. Because I like that swipe feature. I'm pretty used to swipe on on my on my That's Android good. phone, good. so I'm always a little frustrated typing on the iPad because I have to peck out each individual uh, key. I mean, I know some people are used to it and pretty good with it, but I feel the swipe method is uh, I'm I'm super used to that, so mm-hmm. I feel a little, um, a little held back. But it's not a big difference. All right, well, I guess I'll apply that soon. I know we've got you know some um music folks that are unhappy with the state of ios 8.1 yeah because it it has broken a few applications and the problem is with some of these older apps if the developer is not supporting it anymore and you upgrade and it doesn't work you're kind of screwed because Mm -hmm. that's it it's not going to get updated it's not going to work yeah it depends on if you're uh, how productive you are with your iPad, whether you rely on it for, for uh-huh. music making or if you're just more of a consumer type. And Apple said that you have till until February, I think, of next year mm-hmm. to update your app for ISA 8, which is I think makes it 64-bit, maybe. So they want everything 64-bit in the store by that time. And if it's not, it's gone. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding. I could be wrong. But wow. Drastic. It's Yeah, I guess. <laughs> But times change, you know, you gotta get with the times. It's always been how computers work, you know. You upgrade and things that are old don't work anymore and Right. Some things do work, it's just it all depends. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Okay. I think the bridge is upon me, though, so I have to do it. The bridge is approaching quickly. (laughs) Uh, So what do you think, though? Another bridge that's approaching is (laughs) Christmas and holidays and lots of new games. Right. And in in saying that, we have the Amiibos coming soon. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was a report today that was released, or this week, that said that the... So the final retail Amiibo figures... And these are the NFC figures that work with the Wii U console. Right. Uh, they they changed the sculpt on them, so they don't look like they did at E3 when they originally showed them off in the press photos. Mm-hmm. And people um, are up in arms over this. Some people are upset. Um, it is the internet, so people tend to get yeah, upset right. over absolutely everything. <laughs> everything gets magnified. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, in some cases, it's sort of justified. Like, for instance, the, the Link figure... Um, the original one is him kind of doing a sword swinging action pose. And because he's not standing upright, he's kind of like in the air sort of. But so they have like a clear rod attaching him to the base of the Just amiibo. Just to support the figure in the pose. Yeah, like in. a little clear stand. Yeah. And that but, was the concept originally yes. that they showed. But, uh, you know, of course, a little clear plastic rod is going to shatter really simply, you know, mm-hmm. as a figure. So on the final version now, they added this thick amber colored um base mm-hmm. that he's attached to right that looks a little odd it, it looks a lot a little bit like a urine pole like sort of because it's coming from the his like back area uh-huh it's so it's strange. an odd it's an strange. odd choice of coloration i i don't know what they're going for it's sort of weird but mm-hmm. i don't and i think these are now officially the final figures so i don't think anything's going to change mm-hmm but, um, so little things like that, like the Princess Peach maybe is not as detailed looking as she originally was. Right. The mold looks a little bit, um, chunkier. A little less refined. Oh, yeah. Her skirt's a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. The, I uh, think, uh, there were some complaints about Kirby too. Kirby's eyes are not centered. Yeah. And that could just be, um, it might just be a misprint per figure. Maybe like not all figures will look like that. But I guess we'll see when they hit the store exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, at the price they're charging, I didn't $12, think, right? I think. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's kind of a lot for what it is. But when you think about it, I mean, Nintendo sells these figures already. Aside from the Amiibos, they have like a whole toy line. Right. And those figures are like $15 for these like three inch tall figures, like little vinyl toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, when they said these Amiibo things were going to come out for so cheap... And, you know, they're going to have to chip it inside it and stuff. I didn't think they were going to be that great looking. And now it's kind of mm-hmm. making more sense. Well, I think I think a lot, of them, a lot of people look at these things as collectibles and decoration as well as whatever game features they add. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously some people are interested in what they do for the games. And then others just want them for their shelf. So they want them to look as good as possible. Mm-hmm. So I guess some people are a little down on the fact that it's not quite as... It's good looking as it, it, you know, was advertised to be. Yep. Um, I can understand that. Sure. Um, I don't know if there's any real, uh, there's no figures in there that appeal to me, really. Me neither. No. Well, I don't have a Wii U or, or have any interest in Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. So, or off the bat, that doesn't have any interest for me. Right. But I do like collector, collectible toys and, you know, I like those Nintendo characters, some of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Kirby one's cute, but $12, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't need a Kirby figure right now. 
But if it was a Pac-Man one, maybe. <laughs> I'm just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> Pac-Man or maybe Mega Man? Maybe Mega Man. Uh, I won't complain if they make that. I probably would buy it. But. Mm. Those are third party, though, so they might... I know, I know. They'd have to split yeah. profits on that one. But if they're making the whole line of figures, maybe. It's true. I could see them adding we'll see. other figures and other characters. So I'm sure they will sell well for Nintendo, mm-hmm. especially as stocking stuffers near Christmas. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did have another big Nintendo Direct this week. Yep. They they did have a big Smash Brothers All reveal. about Smash. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is the impression that I got. I mean, I'm again, I'm not huge into Smash Brothers and uh, I don't have a Wii U. Uh, I didn't pick it up for 3DS, but the whole... I mean, this was... The purpose of this one was to promote the Wii U version of the game. And it really, I mean, it feels like they were... It was basically... You know, it was almost talking directly to 3DS owners who already bought the game on 3DS. And explaining to them why this version was the, is the better version of the game that you already bought. It was a little strange to see them constantly comparing it... Like, they they did it with a graph, too. They were just doing a direct comparison to the 3DS version. Right. Talking about how many more stages. Yeah, and they're like, and oh, this one's, music. This, one's, it's this much better than the 3DS version. Uh-huh. Which is strange. And it's like, all right, I guess, uh, I guess you know, you're comparing it to the most latest version. And mm-hmm. I guess people who really wanted that game probably bought it already. But do you really want to kill off a game... That's coming out. That that just came out, and it's still like a holiday game. Yeah. Smash Bros. for 3DS. Both of them. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. It's weird. I mean, and why compare a console to a handheld version? Why not mm-hmm. say this is the Wii version, and this is what you're getting now in the Wii U version? You know, right? Uh, certainly, they went into the situation knowing that people would have already have bought it. You know, it's not a surprise. Like, it's not like well. There wasn't a huge gap of time between the two. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they were both kind of coordinated to release, you know, fairly close to each other during this holiday season. Um, so, I don't know. I guess it's a, it's a strange tag. Like, why not promote both games and try to pump them yeah. both up? You know, but um, I don't know. I guess it just it just seems like the approach they took to try to get people on board. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm sure people who already <laughs> are into the game are are, you know... They they decided a long time ago, one way or the other, which platform they're going with, or if they're even going with both. I mean, that's probably a valid choice, too. Sure, yeah. Because I think there's even support in the Wii U version to use the the 3DS version. Right, that's game. one of the features. If you have the 3DS version already, and you get the Wii U version, you can use your 3DS as the controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, they did, they revealed about... 50, let me see exactly, 53 new features. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of those features are not available at launch. Right. And some of them actually, like I think Mewtwo was the the big reveal at the end. He's not coming until spring of next year. Mm -hmm. So, um, which is good, I guess, because they're going to be continually to support this. But also bad because you wonder like how finished of a game is this, you know? I, I guess it's there, gonna have there's legs. at least a good five features that are not is not making it in initially. Right. I think the spin is that it's got a long tail to it. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. And it's going to continue to grow and evolve. This is their baby. This is it. They have nothing coming after this, so mm-hmm. they've got to milk this game as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a big game for a lot of people. Um, 
I guess, uh, especially, you know, people who are big fans of the previous versions, too. This might give them a a reason to pick up the system. Sure, yeah, if they didn't already pick it up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm not a big fan of this game. So I had the original, I have the Wii version, but I don't play it. I never really played it, so... Um, It's not selling me on a Wii U, Mm -hmm. but I'm in the minority, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of... Picking up a Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> there was another game out this week. Oh, right. Yeah, Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta 2, which a lot of people uh, have shown some interest in. Um, you know, I mean, the first game was um, got a, a pretty decent fan base behind it. But I guess sales-wise or market-wise, it didn't, you know, it wasn't as huge as they were uh, yeah, hoping for. Yeah, it didn't for. do anything. Originally released to. by Sega. It was, it was kind of a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, designed by Platinum Games, but, you know, this time around, Nintendo had a stake in the game and making sure that it got released. Uh, basically, they're they're the publisher and the partner for the game, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's an exclusive for Wii U. So, for some people, this might be a reason to pick the system up. Now, based on the videos and the footage that you've seen and the gameplay on Twitch and so on... What's your what's your impression like? Are you well, interested in this game? All right. So I never played the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a little bit of interest in it because I remember when the commercials aired. I was really into the commercials. Right. But I, I checked out the game and it played. Well, from what I saw, it played like Devil May Cry, mm-hmm. and I don't care for that style of combat that much. So I never even bothered to rent it. It was always on my list, though. Like, it's still on my list of games I want to try. Mm-hmm. So um, I do want to give it a shot. So this um, part one is included in Bayonetta 2. The first game. Yeah. yeah. So they're giving you both in this. Um, and I've seen part two. I've watched quite a bit of it. I haven't played it, though. And it looks good. I gotta say, it looks looks pretty fun. Graphically, it looks about um, last gen, I would say. As good as last gen. Um. I don't know until I actually play it, though. I don't know if it's enough to get me to buy Wii that you, though. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it still looks like that style of combat that I'm not sure I'll get used to. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I guess you can really think of this as a double pack, really. This is this is games one and two and one yeah. for, you know, the $59 uh, launch price. Um, well, they did. I think they upped the resolution of the first one. So yeah, I saw. I saw like a technical analysis of the of the first game compared to the Xbox 360 version, mm-hmm. and there is a noticeable improvement. Um, you know, definitely uh, improved frame rate, and um, you know, in general, the game flows better, um, which is cool. I mean, I did buy it on 360. I never did get around to playing it. But it was on my list for a long time, and then it kept, kept <laughs> getting pushed. It? I have it. I have okay. it for 360. So you can definitely take it for a spin and see if it's your type of game or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I can buy my own. It's cheap enough now. Yeah, it's. I, th- I still see it for around 15 bucks. Really? I, I think yeah. I've seen it for like 8 If you can find a deal, go for so. it. But that was like last Christmas. Maybe it's a little bit more popular again. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, just, the, just for a test drive purpose. Sure. You can see yeah. if, uh, if it's, uh, you know... I just like the the wackiness of it. Well, that's just it. The game has style in everything it does. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, from the character design to the over-the-top animations, every subtle little move in the game is over-exaggerated and super flashy. And, you know, the creatures you're fighting are 
very intricately detailed and there's just a lot of craziness happening and you're switching between different moves and different modes of combat and um it looks it looks wild mm-hmm. i definitely want you know even even the arenas that these things you know these battles take place in or even just you know the background i think at one point i was watching footage of this is this was for the second game where they're on like um they're on like a bridge that got blown up and there's like fragments of the bridge floating in the air, almost like a slow motion camera type of effect. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, the characters and the combat's all happening in like normal time. And so it's like very trippy. It's like a little surreal. It's cool. you, you get like impressions of, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to even to compare it to. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's over the top for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's on my list. I mean, I, I think the Wii U software library is maybe inching towards that point where I'm, I'm close to considering picking one up. Really? Yeah, okay. I've been putting it off for now for a while, but right. I mean, uh, in general, I still would like to see a price drop on the Wii U. I still feel like it's crazy overpriced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two ninety nine dollars is, is rough. That's a lot. Landscape is changing, and they're just sticking to that two ninety nine price point. I st- I'm still going to go out and say it. $99... Mm-hmm. You get the Wii U, the Pro Controller, and that's it. It's a, it's a core <laughs> system. But that's what the Wii U is selling for right now. And that should be off the market. <laughs> that is the biggest the new, waste of and, money. And we're talking the... The, the, the s- Wii Mini. The Wii Mini. The Wii, the regular Wii, I think, is still around for like 129 or 130 Really? 139 Somewhere around there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So... Keep in mind, I think the best deal, if you want to get one now, is still getting a refurbished system off of Nintendo's website. They're selling refurbished Wii U uh, systems. It's the black version of the system with the 32 gig internal memory and a copy of Nintendo Land, and it's one ninety nine. Mm. That's not bad. I mean, you know, you're getting a certified system directly from Nintendo for 100 bucks off. It's a lot of money. I'm sorry. It's pretty decent. <laughs> I mean, granted, those other bundles, typically you're getting two games. Maybe they're games that you would rather have than Nintendo Land. But, sure, yeah. But nonetheless, if you're in the market for a system, and if you don't want to buy one completely used, mm-hmm. like from who knows where, <laughs> I think even GameStop sells them for 250 Wow. So 189 from Nintendo is not bad. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's a decent path to take. We'll see. Last year they had some pretty good Mm -hmm. Christmas sales. Right. Yeah. So we're still fifty dollars off. You know, a hundred dollar gift cards when you buy Wii U. So yeah, we're still a couple of weeks off. I would hold off a little bit from you know the the really hot bundles that might come. Yeah, Black Friday deals. So we don't know what might happen for Nintendo systems. That's last year. Like I'm going to say, hundred dollars off. That's what they're going to do this year. Mm -hmm. Well. I think the first salvo has been fired in that. That's true. In that, in that Microsoft in that not showdown. waiting. <laughs> Microsoft went ahead and announced this week that they're going to be offering crazy, crazy uh, fifty dollars off on their on their Xbox One bundles. Yep. Um, and this includes, um, you know, I think the four there's four different bundles being offered this holiday. Yes, right now. So there's the Titanfall. I think it's still available. Uh, if you can find it, I think. Okay. I think the, I, I the still ones see the officially bundle. Okay. Are are the Assassin's Creed bundle? Right. Okay. So that's coming out November twenty first, maybe. And also the Sunset Overdrive bundle, which is yeah, that's coming out right now. Right, and that's the, that's this week, and that's the white console. That is the nice console. <laughs> <laughs> you calling it I like the, that the, one. the nice one? 
Well, that was the one they teased in E3, right? Right after E3, mm-hmm. but it turned out to be only, like, people on the inside, or, like, the developers got that one? Well, there was, yeah, I think there was a, a white version for, like, A lot of like, people said, oh, if something. they only released that, you know, that would yeah. really would have sold better. But. So, it's, this is, I mean, this is, a, a, I guess, a slightly different one, but... It's a little bit different, but it's full. It looks great, I yeah, think. It does, I actually like it, prefer it better than the PS4 white version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so those two bundles are going to be three fifty. Three fifty is great, and you're getting a brand new game, which is sixty dollars. Yeah, and apparently that game is going to be a download code. It's not a physical. Oh, disc. okay. So you can't resell it if you wanted um, to. You guess you could try to sell that code if you found oh, a trusting seller and you were, you know, a trustworthy. Bu- uh, you know, like, yeah. I mean, a, a buyer that could buy, that was willing so to buy get a it friend or somebody. Who, yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, I mean, assuming you want the game, I mean, maybe, maybe. Well, you know, if you buy the bundle, you probably want the game. That I'd say, I mean, it looks like a great game from what I've seen of it. Sunset Overdrive. Or, yeah, yeah, I mean, as a system exclusive, especially. I mean, that, yeah, it looks that good. might be one of the reasons to even get it, it with Xbox. It almost has sort of to me that Bayonetta feel, mm-hmm. where it's just kind of like a lot of chaos and insanity. It's very and, frantic. Yeah, right. colorful. Mm-hmm. So, I, like again, I didn't play either, so I can't say for sure, but. Right. Just judging by the, the video clips I've seen and playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably the one that's the most attractive option for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the other bundles are the, uh, there's the Call of Duty bundle. And that's, that's uh, normally it's going to be 500 but again, $50 off, it's it's at 450 And the thing about that one is that it comes with the one terabyte drive internally. All the other models of the Xbox One still have a 500 gig drive. I know. I don't know why they do that. Yeah. Well, four terabyte drives are so cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, and now they're still putting 500 gig. Or I mean, in Nintendo's case, it's like 32 gigabytes. Well, those are that's flash. That's memory. just a joke. But I don't think that's an actual. That's not even a hard drive. drive. No, but I'm just yeah. saying it's like, and memory is not that expensive, and they're still giving you the small. And the thing is, the more memory you have, the more incentive you are to like buy and download things and fill up that drive. You know, is that the last thing you want to do is for someone to buy like six games and their drive is maxed? Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be like, oh, you know, I was going to buy this game, but, you know, I still have these other six games I didn't play yet, so I'm not going to delete them, you know, and buy something else. That's true. They should look at it maybe with a longer vision. Yeah, they really of, don't. Know. I mean, these, these, especially these newer games are a high def and they're mm-hmm. much larger files than PS3 or, or Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. And I don't know if Xbox One is the same as 360, where you can't just add your own drive. Right. I think they're sticking to that. Is that still, like, um, you know, their own, you have to buy their own branded... I believe that's the case. Um, I I know 360 is still like that, but I have to look into that. I'm not sure where they stand with the use of external drives. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they support that either. That's another thing we've got to check into. But overall, at least you have some options. Yeah. And, uh-huh. um, I believe it or not, there's even still a Connect bundle if you're uh, it's so inclined. Still floating around. So I mean, in other words, that's one of the bundles included. Is, is the are they the still new, making that though? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a uh, for four hundred and fifty dollars. Also, is okay. a uh, you know a Connect bundle with the two Assassin's Creed games that mm. they're releasing. Oh, so it comes with Connect and Assassin's Creed. For four fifty, yeah. Oh, that's not bad, actually. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Unity, the new one, as well as the oh, old cool. the Black Flag game from last year. Hmm. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, so not not bad at all. I mean, 
you know, there's some flexibility there. It makes the system a little more attractive. Now, I don't know. Is it... I, I mean, apart from that game, mm-hmm. I don't know how many other games are coming out for Xbox that could maybe justify a system purchase. Um, for me, the only other title that I would be more, you know, immediately interested in is actually that Halo Master Chief Collection. Really? Yeah, and I'm not a big um, Halo player. I've only ever played uh, the first game, Combat Evolved. That was the original. Is that the first in Halo? In yeah, that was the first okay. Halo game. And I didn't even play it on Xbox. I played it on PC. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah so... so Halo 2, I started to play a little bit, but I didn't get that far. Mm-hmm. So this collection collects four of the Halo games, the games that Master Chief was the star of, if you want to call them that. Uh, so Halo 1 through 4 is all in like an HD remastered version for Xbox One, all running at 1080p, 60 frames per second, so they say. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, not a bad value for me since I haven't played, I haven't played 3 or 4 at all. And I've only played a little bit of two. So, so did they not make Halo games for PC after that? Uh, no. See, that was never really a focus it is of theirs. Microsoft, though. Yeah, and yet they never really. Huh. They kind of farmed those out. Those weren't even really like first-party Microsoft produced. They were kind of you know given to like another team to make. Weird. Um, yeah, I mean, they wanted people to buy Xboxes, so they didn't really want to. Hmm give you another another path to buying well, those for a games. long time that was their franchise mm-hmm. i don't right. know about so much anymore but um yeah I, th- I think i think so because they kept the the franchise i mean bungie broke away from microsoft and went off to do destiny now mm. and microsoft retained the halo property so they're moving ahead with halo they're gonna there's gonna be a halo 5 beta that comes with um, with Master this bundle, okay. w- with the collection that's going to be lo- opening up in December. Um, hmm. I think that might sell some Xbox Ones. I-, I think that might be... There's definitely a lot of fans. I think... The f- yeah, I don't know. It might- I think that was a smart move. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering to see if PS4 is going to retaliate and, and yeah. with their prices. I wonder but I think, I mean, if that's the case. Uh, I don't know. I know they're not really having trouble... Selling them? Uh, PS4 is still running away with sales. Um, you know, they don't have that many exclusives to call their own for this this holiday season. Uh, Little Big Planet 3, I think, is their big release. Yeah, that comes out before Christmas, yeah. Um, I haven't seen a whole lot on it for something that is... Every other big title is multi-platform. is going to be on both mm-hmm. systems. Um, you know, the big third-party franchises. Sure, yeah. Um, but... I don't know. Uh, it's it's a tough call. That white Destiny PS4 does look pretty cool. It is cool. <laughs> Destiny, I heard, is not that great. I've heard mixed things about it. It, it depends on what, what kind of thing you like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some people took to it and really like it. Um, I, I'm interested in checking it out more. I haven't really seen a lot of it. so I kind of wished I waited a year. Because I bought the PS4 last November. Mm-hmm. And I sort of bought it on an impulse because I never owned a PS3, really. Right. And I sort of regret it because I hardly ever used it. Like, I've had it a year now, and I barely put any time into it. But I, and I like white consoles, and so now it's kind of like, I feel like I'm getting slapped in the face. It's like, here's your, your white PS4, and here's your white Xbox. I was like, ah, I should have waited. 
But I do have a chance to buy an, a white Xbox now, so I, I do like white consoles. So. Well, I mean, there is something to the fact that it's the special edition or the limited edition. That for me, that adds a little extra. Because oh, the word coat limited. Of <laughs> well, just the idea. You know, what it is you're you're you get used to seeing it a certain way, and then some special version comes out that's only for limited cases, and then for, you know, for some reason, you think the limited one might look better. I mean, even, look, for example, the Dreamcast was, the stock model was just, you know, a uh, plain white console. Mm-hmm. But then there were some more interesting versions that came along. I think the the Sega Sports version of the Dreamcast was, was uh, had a uh, black finish instead. Really? With, with the Sega Sports Wait, logo on Wait, that was in it. America? Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. That was an alternate version of the Dreamcast. And then you're like, all right, well, I, that looks kind of cool because it's not the normal one that you see everywhere, you know? And uh, obviously in Japan, they made crazy numbers of custom Dreamcasts. Um, the same with, uh, you know, a couple of other systems. Even the Xbox, the normal Xbox, the original one. That, was, I remember was white. a bunch. I remember the Halo Green one. Yeah, but, you know, there were interesting ones. The Halo Green one, the spe- eventually the, the Elite model came out, and that was all black finish. So that was kind of like the special one. Um, so I don't know. I, I think... I think it all depends on which one is the normal color, and then which one is which one are the normal, you know, the special options. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like a lot of those. Um, so they're they're both interesting to me right now. The Xbox One with Sunset Overdrive, as well as the PS4 with Destiny. Those are both like. How do you feel about the Call of Duty one? Um, I like the color scheme on that color one. Color scheme is pretty nice. I like the the little gray and black two tone mm-hmm. look to it. Um, it's a little busy with some of the other logos. Yeah, and I don't text like the screen stuff. printing they did on it. Yeah, um, even the controller is like very elaborately made. And any Call of Duty itself, I'm not. I'm not a follower of the series. Um, if I'm going to play it at all, I I would probably play it on PC, just because I, I'm more of a PC FPS mouse and keyboard type mm-hmm. of player. Um, and that's probably why I haven't played the Halo games that much. That was another factor. <clears throat> But, you know, for me, uh, the game is secondary. I'm kind of more focused on, is the console interesting? Is it an interesting design? Do I, would I care about this, this type of look to it? Yeah. Um, I think in that situation, I'm still leaning towards the white one. On the Xbox? On the or? Xbox. Okay. Yeah. So do you see yourself buying, because you don't own any of the next-gen next consoles? No, that's do true. Do you see yourself buying any of them? As of right now? Um... Well, I guess I already know where the Xbox is going to be. So, I'm kind of tempted. I'm I'm still going to wait and see if Sony does anything mm-hmm. to make that maybe that Destiny bundle a little more attractive cuz the Destiny bundle is still 450. It is. Yeah. For, you know, the white console with the game um and there's nothing That's else. It, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're charging $50 more basically for that. Yep. Um in that in that showdown, the Xbox is a good $100 less. So, yeah. Uh, I have to try to predict which one is going to be harder to get in the longer term. Uh, right. <laughs> you always have that collector mentality yeah. in mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing is Microsoft is is kind of saying that this price drop is... is They're calling it a temporary price drop for mm. the holidays. That's what they said last year, too. They said it's as of November... I think uh, November 2nd it kicks in. Mm-hmm. And that it was supposed to run through January 3rd. So by then, who knows? They might change their tune and make it permanent or who knows what but i think they just need to, um, I, they need to move consoles if they find 
they might be taking a loss on this. So mm-hmm. if they find that they've even the numbers after Christmas, they might end the promotion. But if they're still behind, I don't think they have any reason to raise right. the price again. Yeah. Well, um, so right now I think I'm more in on an Xbox One mm-hmm. just because of the lower price and the immediacy of having that exclusive so, so the game wii u that, does not fit into this picture at all um the wii u is is kind of on the periphery for me it's it's on the edge i, I i'm definitely getting more interested mm-hmm. um it's got a couple of good titles that i'd like to play everything that's come out for I just it can't so justify far. the price just just yet yeah yeah no i would say there's at least five games that i'd get uh-huh, me too for the Wii U, and that you know, that includes. Uh, and I'm not including the download games, mm-hmm. just just retail. Right. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I think I even bought a Wii U game. You did during yeah, was, the, Toys R Us, yeah. the Toys R Us clearance. Well, you, you got it for like seven dollars, right? Uh, yeah, I think that was, was that was Zombie U. That was Zombie U. Yeah. <laughs> got it for really cheap. So I'm good. like, I'm yeah. like, I'll get a Wii U eventually. I'm sure. So I might as well start stocking up while they were while they were trying That's to get rid smart. of them. Um. Yeah, so I guess it depends on what they do, too. Mm-hmm. If they come out with some official super deal. Yeah, it'd be crazy if they didn't, but this is Nintendo and anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Right. So what about you, then? What's your... What's your I don't what's know. It was you? funny because uh, this week I found out about this new thing called the Alienware Alpha. Uh-huh. Which is a PC um, shape. Like, it's like a console, basically, but it's right. PC-based. So from is, Alienware, the computer company. Yeah, right. And it's pro. It's basically set up just to run Steam. Uh, Steam Big Play was that what it's called? Uh, big Picture Mode. Big Picture Mode. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I I must have read about it and I forgot about it. It was coming out. So now it's coming out in November and it's sort of reasonably priced for what it is. Uh huh. And it had me tempted, but. And because I don't own a PC, I own a, you know the iMac, and it's very old, and it doesn't play games. It's like <laughs> we talked about this last week too. Yeah. So I don't have any type of computer to play games. Um, not like I can't. I mean, I have so many games to last me another lifetime. Right. But there's some games on Steam which are either you know exclusive to Steam or they're just so many great sales. Like I can stock up on you know any other games that I've missed. Mm-hmm. But um, that Xbox One sale now is pretty tempting. Mm. I do always lean towards the console business of things. Yeah. And the, the problem is, with Xbox One, I don't see, other than the um, the packing game for Sunset Overdrive, I don't see any other games that, mm-hmm. that are, you know, on my list. I looked at some of the upcoming games and nothing that I can't play on PS4 or anywhere else i don't know yeah i mean that's the that's the I, thing i wish there was something else <laughs> on there uh obviously a lot of the big name games are going to be on every system sure um but you know i think but even their indie support i, I don't see much in that I, they, they know they have stuff coming but it's been slow out of the gate and mm-hmm. ps4 i don't know i felt like they made a lot of promises for indie games, and I don't think they met 100% with the way I felt like they were going to come out with them. Well, it feels like they're trickling out, like, here and there. Oh, yeah, here and there. And um, it's, like, it's like something like N++. They advertised that last year at this time as coming soon, and it's still not out yet. Mm-hmm. 
And that may not be their fault, but they're still advertising it's coming soon. Right. And that's not a, not exactly a I mean, new game either. Like Galaxy Z, I think it was. Oh, Galaxy, yeah. Yeah, that was like August, I think that was supposed to be. They, that was uh, another one delayed. Yeah. They're, um, well, they're kind of saying, you know, we want to make sure the game is fully done and fully baked. That's fine. Um, I'm looking forward to that game in particular. I, I really liked uh, seeing it at PAX and... Um, looks like it's my style of game mm-hmm. um but i think my first pick for playing that game is probably on the ps vita believe it or not that is <clears> insane <laughs> i would have throw you out right now <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel like you know I, I need games to justify my vita purchase you do. so as long as a game i want to play is on vita i'm gonna give it preferential treatment uh, I can get it on Steam. I can get it on PC. I don't even need a PS4 for that game. The, uh, really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Huh. That's, that's on PS. PC so is on the list. Vita. Just because it's only. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's mobile, and I can I could take it, carry it with me if anyone, right. if I want to. PS4 has got an interesting lineup. Of, I mean, not like anything big coming, but mm-hmm. they they have a quirky set of games. Right. Anything stand out for you? Not really. Nope. <laughs> nope. There, there's that one game, but that's coming out on a PS4, Akiba's Trip. Right, it's called, right. Where you have to, it's a, like a, a brawler, it looks like, but you have to rip the clothes off the the people <laughs> after you, that's kind of like the final blow, you take their clothes off. That game's on Vita too, by the way. It is, yeah. I think, that, well, it came out on Vita first. Uh-huh. And the PS4 version, I think, is the same game. Right. So if you're too embarrassed to play that game in public, where you're ripping the clothes off of... Oh, on a handheld. Yeah, game. yeah, and like in in public, yeah, you could just play in the privacy of your own home. Sure, yeah, and in where, higher higher resolution, where you could stream it to the the entire internet. Yeah, that's right. I'll share it. <laughs> uh huh. Well, so so where do you think then this? Um, where do you think this alien, Alienware machine fits into this plan? I mean, do you think? Uh, I mean, I think it's the the base configuration is five hundred and fifty dollars. For and you get basically an i3 with four gigs of RAM and a 500 gig drive. Yes, <clears throat> and you can step up to eight gigs and a terabyte drive for 150 more. And then they also have higher processors beyond that. Mm-hmm. But but for your purposes, an i3 is probably more than sufficient. Right. I'm not looking. I mean, anything that's super modern, I can just play on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's your that's your fallback option for any of those type of games. Mm-hmm. Um, although you know. Once you start diving into Steam, you're going to start seeing offers for games that are going to be pretty cheap compared Probably. to compared to you know. I know because they offer those bundles like the Bioshock Trio for five dollars. You, know? <laughs> you might see something like that. So yeah. I, would pick, I don't own any of those games, so I would probably pick that up. You know, it's um. But those, it's I, I've heard those run pretty well on that that hardware that they have set up. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it seems like they've got a pretty decent base configuration going. Mm-hmm. Um, it really depends on, you know, I mean, the thing at least about P- a lot of PC games is you can kind of tweak them and tune them until they're running. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe you don't, you're one of those people that doesn't like to do that. Well, that's, I think that's a whole topic for another <laughs> podcast. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm always a console gamer because uh-huh. of that reason where I like, I like plug and play super simple. Turn it on, drop the game in and you're off and yeah. running. I want to avoid you know, all that tweaking nonsense you know, adjusting anti-aliasing settings not and, for me that's not for me and you know turning down yeah you know, <laughs> occlusion I, settings or i can't deal with that texture quality i want to just press power i want it mm-hmm. to turn on and play and that's it 
Right. Well, I, so I guess, you know, uh, obviously 1080p and full quality is what everybody strives for, but in a pinch, you could always notch it down to 720p if the game is really not running well, mm-hmm. you know? And it'll still look great on your TV. I don't think there's any huge issue with that. Um, but, you know, it's good to have choice. It's good to have options. Yeah, it'll... It's, yeah, I can't complain about choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, th- the other thing with the Salienware machine is it's, um, you know, it's really tiny. It's pretty small. Well, that's the reason why I'm attracted to it, because of the size, and it fits right uh-huh. on my media shelf. Yeah, I mean, you could you could certainly spend the same money and get, and probably build yourself a better PC, or spend even less money and possibly get the same level sure, of quality. Yeah. But it's about the form factor. Like, you, you probably can't build a machine like this, because... Either the components are all surface mounted and it's not it's not like a motherboard where you can plug in, you know, expansion cards and stuff. Everything is pretty well integrated on the, on this box. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like probably smaller than an Xbox even. It looks it. Yeah, I'd have to measure it. I don't know. It comes with an Xbox controller, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the Xbox 360 wired controller. Uh, and I wonder how that of... works because, like, did Microsoft give them the okay to do that like don't they feel like that's competing with them i guess that, not. that console i guess i guess that, those are guaranteed sales from microsoft of, of they, those they have controllers. such a weird way of looking at things i i guess it's more like well like as a consumer i mean i know like that's this not, is such uh a, like well a, microsoft sells those controllers for pcs yeah for pcs so that's what this is this is a pc but you're bundling it as like a kind of a console for your tv system I'm sure my if you're if you're a dumb consumer, which there are plenty of those people out there, <laughs> uh-huh. you might see this and say, "Oh, that's the new Xbox." There's the controller; it comes with it. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of branding on this thing between Alienware and, <laughs> yeah. and Dell saying, and this I don't is know. a PC, and there's an Xbox controller in there. But you know, I mean, to be honest, though, for for PC players, the Xbox controller has kind of become the default gamepad yeah. controller yeah. because. A lot of games recognize the fact that it's even an Xbox controller, and you get the same kind of uh, on-screen buttons, you know, yeah, like color the, color the same the mm-hmm. as an Xbox controller. So that's become the new standard it, it, among PC players. If you're going to use a gamepad, yeah, it's kind of pretty common to use that now. You know, for modern games, for sure. for current releases, um, obviously you can plug in any third-party controller you want to and use it for any other type of game. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of, you know, the way things have gone. So I, I, Alienware didn't want to wait for Steam to be done. Like the Steam OS isn't quite ready yet for prime time and their controller that they're working on isn't ready. Right. Yeah. So I don't think they wanted to miss this holiday season. Another holiday season. Yeah. It was supposed to come out last Christmas. It's not coming out in this year and, you know, sometime in 2015 is what they're promising so far. And there are supposed to be more options next year. Mm-hmm. For these type of Steam boxes, right? Yeah, I mean they've been talking about it for a while, so hopefully it takes off. Yeah, I mean this seems—I don't know—I don't know if there's a market for these things, but um, there's one person right here that I am. There's a mm-hmm. market for them, right? So you never know. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of advantages to just being able to have a PC that could just plug into your TV and use it as a game console. But my my thing is, and I said. I don't want to put this Steam console on and be in the middle of a game and a window is going to pop up that says dunk and it's going to be an X <laughs> that says please install this updated driver dot lib sib or whatever it uh-huh. is and all this stuff. And we're like, what is this? 
Um, like that's what I don't want. That's why I don't play PC games. As a PC owner and a PC gamer, I, I can say that that doesn't happen to me very often. Yeah. But I can't guarantee that it won't happen to you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm not. I, 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 I okay, can't. Good I, enough. I can't make that promise. Okay. It does happen. I know people that do have problems with various configs. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's one of those situations where. I don't run into this problem, but I know people do. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know why that is. <clears throat> so that's my spin. So I'll, I'll keep everyone in touch. I'm sure everyone's dying to know what I'm going to buy. <laughs> <laughs> all, all five people out there. Uh huh. I'll continue to give you options. Yes. And this has been, we've been talking about this for almost a year now. Anyway, yeah. So I'm going to definitely, um, I, I need to start saving my money first. <laughs> There's too much stuff to buy, and I hate this time of year. There's too many options, too many mm-hmm. things to buy. Like that should be the least of my my problems, right? Right. But like we said, it's good to have choice. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, any other thoughts on? I have no more thoughts on what we were I'm we've been discussing. <laughs> nope. I'm all out of thoughts too. I, I'm out. Yep. So I guess we'll end here. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening again. And forget, don't forget, you have to check us out. Um, we did upload a video to YouTube, and we're going to continue to upload videos as we feel like there's content. So I don't want to just upload fluff stuff. So um, if there's anything anyone wants to see, if there's a game you know that's in our collection or something interesting, just let us know. Um, in the meantime, you can send us email at obbfeedback at gmail.com. Or even easier, just go to Facebook, we're on there, um, like us, and you can send us a message. You can go to YouTube or our WordPress page. Anything else? Um, that's that's about the sum of it. All right. um, obviously, you know, if you've got any thoughts on the topics we've talked about, or if there's anything on your mind, drop us a line. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. That's direct us to them, not just Oh, I think it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. We're out. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.